inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? You told us, well, it's going to be time to panic. Well, is it time to panic? Well, let me just tell you, folks, it's never going to be time to panic because we're never going to give up. We're not going to give up on America. America is worth it. America is worth fighting for. America is worth not giving up. And while we have that attitude of not giving up, we are constantly going to be searching, strategizing, coming up with ways to prevail. We've got the basics. We have we have millions and millions of Americans that are fed up. Can't wait to do something about it. There will be a series of ideas that people come up with based on dealing with the fraud that we know we have to deal with. You're not alone. You're not a singular individual all by yourself out there trying to fight these people by yourself. There are 74 million plus and growing. We're not going to give up on America. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back, America and beyond. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program is on the clock. I've just got to tell you, this is what winning feels like this is what it looks like this is what it tastes like savor every single minute of it because we are winning they want you to think that you're all by yourself they want you broken they want you broke they want you on a grid that they control They want to control what you eat, where you get it, how much you pay, where you can travel, what you can drive, how you can heat your house, how you raise your children. They want you addicted to drugs to feed their addiction from big pharma. They want to control what you think by controlling social media, by pushing out an endless barrage of BS propaganda. And if you don't fall for it, brace yourself, ladies and gentlemen, because you will be considered MAGA extreme. I represent that. Hook, line, and sinker. You want to name somebody that? Name it to me. Listen to every single voice out there who talks about radical Republicans, extremists. Can you imagine ever that love of country, that duty to pass on to our children and our grandchildren for eternity, the most magnificent place on planet Earth? It would ever be called extreme. And who are the voices who are saying this? Everybody on the left. Forget about them. They are junk. It is junk in the trunk to set aside. What we are focusing on is the evil within us. The people who hit the brakes and say, ah, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, like, ah, my constant, my people want change, but I kind of like things the way they are. You know, I kind of like working two months out of the year. I like being able to travel all over on the taxpayer dime. 
and stay in first-class accommodations and ride in first-class seats. I like being a de facto rock star. I enjoy the insider tips about financing. I mean, you know, trades and business and stocks. It's amazing how rich people get by being public servants, ain't it? And all the while, they want you broken. They want you to feel hopeless. Like you will never see the sun again. This is as good as it's ever going to get. And by golly, you better get used to it. You better get real comfortable with the United States of mediocrity. Don't expect your kids to work hard. We're not going to force them to show their work. We're going to create the illusion that that's racist. It somehow discriminates against other people. Right? We're going to brainwash the children. We're going to teach them how to be clone trooper activists. All the while creating all these skirmishes. Using these little silly organizations like Black Lives Matter, etc., to create fires and smoke screens so we all just hate each other. It's not working. My love of this country is greater than anybody's hatred for it. And I challenge anyone to go toe-to-toe with me on that. Facts. And that is why they cower. And they cave and they coalesce behind people like Kevin McCarthy, who shares an... An office with Nancy Pelosi, (laughs) right? If you were in Congress, would you be like, full stop, total wall, not happening, pack your bags, beat it. Out. These people are the enemy. They're not their friends. They're not your friends. These are people who want to destroy this country from the middle out and the bottom up. And they're well on their way. Until all of a sudden, a lot of people who'd been on cruise control, including myself, who usually didn't pay much attention and just believed that our government represented our values and wasn't totally hook, line and sinker, soup to nuts, alpha to omega corrupt. Until we started seeing it because our taxes went up. And then the shelves became bare. And then all of a sudden, women couldn't feed their babies. And there was a great ambivalence in this administration. When a hazardous train derailed and some genius decided to light it up. And then there was an inferno in Hawaii. And then there were crickets. Where was the help? Where was that great government that promised you that they were for you? that they care about you, that they're going to equalize everything, that they're here to represent your values. That's right. They were toasting their Perrier-Jouet champagne and eating the finest beluga caviar as you groveled. Now, this cat I'm about to drop on you. I freely admit to you I've never heard this dude's name, and I'm glad because he sounds like a hack, and he is. His name is Brad Sherman. He's a California Democrat, He's a representative, all right? (laughs) He's on last night. He's talking to some gal, and he's talking about who he would like to see as speaker. Look, we're a very divided bunch. I think there's somebody we could all unite behind. Oh, I can't wait. Who is it going to be, my man? Because he says, and this is the rhetoric of people who hate America, that those of us who love it are extreme. Here's your illustrious hack. Congressman Brad Sherman, audio soundbite one. 
well, right now there's enough money in the pipeline that uh, uh, President Biden can resupply Israel, but we do need to pass supplemental aid for Israel in the next week or two. Uh, Republicans should reach out, and I know that we're ready to talk to any group of Republicans or any Republican leader about a uh, an agreement as to how to run the House in a bipartisan way. Unfortunately, right now, the most hard line and most extreme of all the Republican candidates for speaker is trying to uh, rally Republican support by saying, vote for me, otherwise we'd have to uh, to cut a, a reasonable deal with Democrats. And uh, uh, so many, unfortunately, so many of the Republicans would rather have their worst possible uh, speaker than to get a good speaker in, uh, working along with Democrats. Worst possible speaker equals that's my number one guy. If a hack with a Liberty score on LibertyScore.conservative review uh, is he's a six percent, an F in terms of how this cat votes, this Brad Sherman guy. If he says that Jim Jordan is the most extreme, dangerous possibility, then that is the guy 100 percent that I want. See how you work it? Go opposite, do the 180 degree rule. It never fails. These people tell you exactly where we should be. Soundbite number two, he tries to tell us Jim Jordan would be awful. Just absolutely awful. We want to work in an efficient, bipartisan way. Kumbaya. Listen. Jim Jordan would be among the worst speakers we could have. Uh, The only thing good about it is it's good politics for Democrats, because if he becomes the face of the Republican House of Representatives, while Donald Trump is the face of the uh, Republican Party, um, I think a lot of people will vote for Democrats. But in terms of providing governance, which is why we're here, uh, Jim Jordan would be a disaster. I think Democrats are ready to uh, to be junior partners uh, to uh, a, a, any group of Republicans or the Republicans overall in running the House in an efficient and bipartisan way. (laughs) Efficient, bipartisan. I've got 33 trillion reasons why, dude, that that's a total joke. We're willing to work as junior partners. That's code for uniparty swamp creatures, along with somebody Nancy Pelosi will control like a puppet, the way Barack Obama controls Joe Biden. But he's not done. Here you go. Here you go. If there was a Republican you would support, what do you think about that, Go? It's got to be not just the person, but the process, uh, how we staff the Rules Committee. And uh, what's especially important to me is if the Senate passes an appropriations bill necessary to keep the government open, that that bill gets an up or down vote on the floor of the House. To me, that... Uh, heck, I, 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 even Jim Jordan would be with that as a rule would be an improvement over where we are now. Up or down vote means everything gets squished together in a giant package and you're either for it or you're against it. This is the way they have passed, quote unquote, they haven't, budgets year after year after year after year. The reason why Kevin McCarthy was booted in the first place, Congressman Sherman, you feckless hack, is because Matt Gates and a handful of others said, you know what? If you don't agree to every single line item, every single measure being debated individually and not mushed together so we have to rush to vote, we're going to kick you out. Yeah, 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 I'll do that. And he didn't. This guy is telling you that's exactly what they want. So who is the swamp dweller that they want? 
that the left wants, that the Uniparty wants. Oh, oh my gosh. You've got to wait and hear this. I'll have it for you in minutes. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. It shouldn't be this delightful to listen to a very boring Democrat with a 6% F Liberty score (laughs) who does not represent our values talk about what he wants to see. If he had his magic ball, if he had his crystal ball, who would you want? Representative Brad Sherman from California, who would you want to be the Speaker of the House? Oh boy, wait for it. Uh, I could see uh, President George W. Bush serving as uh, as Speaker of the House. Uh, um, he uh, he could come back and you know and obviously uh, uh, I I'm not a real fan of how the Iraq War went, but uh, uh, I, I would think that any reasonable Republican uh, would be uh, somebody that Democrats could work with if it was part of a a system where you didn't have five of the most re- extreme Republicans blocking important legislation. And saying if you bring that to the floor for a vote, um, we'll knock you out of your speakership. And, and that, that's what happened, actually. Uh, Kevin McCarthy brought, finally, after exhausting all the alternatives, a, uh, a reasonable uh, continuing resolution to provide uh, 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 money to fund the government through April, through uh, November, excuse me, November 17th. And they bounced him for that reason. So we've, uh, we've got to have a, a system where the next speaker. Uh, uh, is obligated to bring reasonable appropriations bills to the floor. Bills, for example, that have already passed the Senate. Hey, sir, (laughs) you want George Bush to be really Mr. Weapons of Mass Destruction liar? You want that guy? You want him? And I love how you use the phrase reasonable Republicans. That's like Joe Biden calling Barack Obama articulate and clean. Or or the media calling them mostly peaceful protesters. I love how you try to demonize those of us who are unwavering in our knowledge of what is right and what is unaffordable and we're dying. We're done. You have maxed out the credit card of America. We're done. But but wait, Representative Sherman has another offer. Like, he doesn't really like how George Bush handled the Iraq war. So that'd be a perfect time for him to come in during two other wars. But he's got another idea. This is the swamp. This is the uniparty. This is everything I reject and will fight with every fiber of my soul. Uh, as to uh, uh, George W. Bush, uh, I pick him as a uh, traditional Republican uh, who isn't doing anything right now. Mitt Romney also comes to mind, but he's got a Senate uh, seat to, uh, to fill for a while. <laughs> Mitt Romney. Well, I'm sorry, sir. Mitt Romney is uh, very important. He's in Israel right now. Yeah. He and Chuck Schumer decided to fly first class on your dime, ladies and gentlemen. To do what? And of course, Joe Biden's going to Israel tomorrow. Now, Brock and I have an idea. All right. And I, I want to, it's a great idea. Now, if, the, and I don't want to give the Biden administration any tips on how to suck less because I thoroughly enjoy watching the full implosion that's occurring before our very eyes. What if Joe Biden took Air Force One? Brock, yes, Air Force One. Air Force One, plenty of room. Over to Tel Aviv, all right? And then 
He does whatever he's supposed to do, falls asleep, trips, you know, lies, whatever, yells at people, whatever he is going to do, eat some ice cream. And then when he gets back on board, what happens? He brings everybody back with him. He brings all of the stranded Americans packed into Air Force One. Come one, come all. I want you. I'm going to save you now. Would that be the most legendary move of not sucking ever? Hunter flies for free, so I'm. why can't everybody else? This is not a tough sell, ladies and gentlemen. Air Force One has plenty of room. Leave the lackeys in the media behind. Make them fly coach commercial. Remember, Jake Sullivan told us, well, you know, just there are some flights. You'll just have to figure it out. You'll have to reimburse us, of course, when we rescue you from a war-ravaged area for a war that we're helping to fund because that makes sense. Can you see that? Wouldn't that be so amazing? You know, I'm looking here. U.S. presidents and their wars. Ronald Reagan. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven skirmishes in his eight, in his eight years. George H.W. Bush, four years. One, two, including the Gulf War. Three, four, five, including the Somali Civil War and the Bosnian War. Bill Clinton. One, two, three, including Kosovo. Operation Infinite Reach. Then there's George W. Bush, Afghanistan, Iraq, one, two, three, four, five. Barack Obama, eight years. Ocean Shield, international intervention, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven, including the American intervention in Libya. We know how that worked out for four Americans. Seven wars under Barack Obama. Donald Trump, cero. Yes. Our Spanish-speaking friends know what that means. That's a big fat zero, ladies and gentlemen. Huh. That makes him extreme, I guess. Okay, don't go anywhere. There's some very serious similarities between the Biden family crimes, right? And the Bill and Hillary Clinton family crimes. We're going to connect some dots. Coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You know, we had to we had to scratch our heads a little bit yesterday when we read in the news that Mitt Romney and Chuck Schumer were taking a trip together to go over to Israel. Does anybody have a, a clue in the world what Mitt Romney and Chuck Schumer have to add to a war situation in Israel? Right? To insert yourself in a critical, pivotal, nail-biting time with the Middle East on the precipice of all-out warfare. And Mitt Romney... And Chuck Schumer and his hair plugs decide to go over there and get involved. It's as idiotic as Joe Biden thinking he adds anything to the conversation, right? I'm tired of funding these idiots to fly all over the world on first class seats while you and I get stuck even with TSA pre-check, with the long lines and, the, and some of the obnoxious rules, right? And the, the airplanes that are taking more and more space, squeezing in more rows. So you're like this. As a mom of sons who are over six foot three, I can tell you, there ain't no space anymore, folks. This is the strategy. Make everything unaffordable, inconvenient, and force it on people as a new normal. You're going to work more. You're going to make less, right? Talk to the United Auto Workers. They're getting that pie in the face. From the big three saying, you know what, we've just squeezed every drop of money we have. We just 
can't possibly pay you any more than that. Sorry. Americans are waking up more and more all around the country that this is not a government that is for the people of or by the people. It is by a globalist group of hacks who hate America, want to get rich and will trample each other in the process. And by the way, you're just the collateral damage. We saw something in September, September 23rd. Remember when we went to New York and Hillary Clinton had Janet Yellen and a bunch of other hacks at some Clinton Global Initiative nonsense announcement. And they're going to be partnering with the World Bank or doing something to help get loans for people to do X, Y, and Z. They were basically using the green climate garbage, right, as their next money laundering operation. This has been in the works for decades. And so here, here's Hillary Clinton talking about, oh, we're doing all these wonderful things. And they're relying upon all of their clown troopers, social justice activists who are born and bred and cultivated and groomed on college campuses all across America in some of the most highly regarded places of higher education, which are basically now just systems of brainwashing suck. Right? We took you to New York. And we shared this with you. Well, about the same time, there was a lawmaker by the name of Virginia Fox. She is a Republican from North Carolina. Now, you know how I like to check people's liberty scores. LibertyScore.conservativereview.com So we look at Virginia Fox as a Republican from North Carolina. She got a D. She got a 68% liberty score. I found it interesting, however, that she said this in the address to the House of Representatives on September 23rd. So just a couple weeks ago this year, she's presenting an amendment that she wants her constituents on the floor of the House to vote on. And this is an amendment that changes how State Department employees can use and abuse the taxpayer dollars. And she's saying, look, we already spent in 2022 15 million dollars just for the House to travel first class wherever the hell it wants. And we need to pull the reins on that, all right? And her crosshairs are specifically the Clinton crime family, excuse me, the Clinton Global (laughs) Initiative. So I want you to hear a series of audio sound bites because it's very interesting. This fraud, this corruption, this nonsense, this has been going on for so long. But when you hear it and you start connecting the pieces, you become a powerful part of the resistance. And this is the resistance that is clogging the phone lines of Congress, demanding that the people in the House of Representatives go for Jim Jordan. Here's Representative Virginia Fox about a month ago. Listen. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I rise in support of my amendment. My amendment is simple. It would prevent taxpayer funds from paying for State Department employees to travel to or attend events hosted by the Clinton Global Initiative. The rationale is quite simple. The Clinton Global Initiative has engaged in blatant corruption and influence peddling that would make even Hunter Biden blush. Everybody seems to be doing this. It's the in thing to do. We're going to create a an entity, the Clinton Global Initiative, 
Now, its purpose, we're going to allege, if you will. You know what that word means. It's when you allege something that you know is BS and you know everybody else knows is BS, but you still do it anyway. That's alleging. You create an entity. You give it some kind of a name that makes it sound good. Like who wouldn't want to who wouldn't want to help the world? Yeah, that's what we're going to do. But what it really is, is it's a way for foreign governments to funnel money into your coffers so that when you presumably run for president, which Hillary Clinton would then do after the startup of the Clinton crime family foundation when you do run for office you've got a big fat chunk of change but you also have a lot of people you've got to pay back and exactly what this this woman virginia fox is alleging here is that enough taxpayer dollars to give to the state department so these these representatives can fly around the world and hobnob in these criminal enterprises launched by the likes of bill and hillary clinton two of the dirtiest people around I mean, does anybody question that? But she's going to explain why she wants the funding to stop, why she's got the B in her bonnet. And when she drops this, you're going to hear a lot of parallels to what Joe, Jim, and Hunter Biden are doing themselves. Go. In perhaps its most famous episode in 2014, Hillary Clinton approached the Moroccan government about hosting a Clinton Global Initiative Conference in Morocco. The Moroccans fronted the money for the event by funneling it through a state-owned enterprise that was extracting and exploiting phosphates from a non-self-governing territory, Western Sahara. This sleight of hand amounted to condoning Morocco's sovereignty over this disputed land. You heard that right. It was cash for sovereignty deal formulated just as former Secretary of State Clinton began her run for president of the free world. Wow, this is so weird. Wait a minute. We're going to create a money laundering operation in which some kind of a natural resource phosphates here could be lithium it could be any number of things uranium are going to be extracted from the earth using basic slave labor kind of like the uyghur muslims in china right and we're going to use that as an operation a conduit through which foreign governments give money to the bill and hillary clinton foundation under the guise of them coming and talking so this was an expose back in 2014-15. This is ABC News, former President Bill Clinton and the Clinton Foundation's Global Initiative are being hosted this week at a five-star luxury hotel in Morocco by one of the world's most controversial mining operations, criticized for, quote, serious human rights violations by the Robert F. Kennedy Center for Justice. So intriguing how these players are all bubbling back up. Listen to this. The Moroccan government-owned mining company, OCP, operates in disputed international territory in a remote part of the Saharan desert. And the firm has been criticized for removing the resources without adequately compensating the impoverished people who live there. Doesn't it all sound so familiar? Anytime the human rights of a population are systematically suppressed in this type of way, it is a serious concern, said a gentleman representing the RFK Center. OCP 
This mining company is paying a million dollars to help host the prestigious event and throw a private cocktail reception to the dismay of human rights activists. And who flies to Morocco, ladies and gentlemen, for these elaborate junkets? That's right. Your U.S. House of Representatives. The people whose State Department employees get to travel first class right along with them. So wait a minute. We're going to abuse a native population, steal resources from their land, not compensate them for their land, use it as a conduit for which to fund an enterprise that we hope rolling the dice if Hillary wins president is going to remember us. And then maybe we'll have people like, I don't know, Bob Benendez in position to help us push legislation that is very beneficial for our home country isn't that so interesting back to last month representative virginia fox saying we need to stop this funding now and listen as she continues go this deal was so rotten that even the Huffington Post deemed Fox News's investigation into this matter a, quote, brutal, clean hit on Hillary Clinton's campaign, end quote. Indeed, the Clinton Global Initiative scandals are myriad and include an episode uncovered by the New York Times revealing undisclosed donations linked to the sale of U.S. uranium production to a Russian government agency. As expected, the Clinton Global Initiative was unable to withstand the scrutiny and shuttered shortly after the 2016 campaign. That is, until late last year, when the organization reconstituted itself. Its operations are no longer dark, and this is the first state and foreign operations appropriations bill considered since its resurrection. Doesn't it sound so familiar? Bill and Hillary get compensated for doing exactly what? What's their brand? Well, their brand, if Hillary was going to win the presidency, which surely they were banking on, would be all sorts of ancillary deals, right? They're paying for favor. What has Joe Biden been doing for the last 15 years, for God's sake? Being compensated through his brother, through his son, his business partners for the very same thing. Now, ask yourself, why is it that thousands of people who are tired of being the bankrolling piggy bank of these dirtbags would call Congress and flood the switch lines? Why? Because we see it with such clarity. They think you are too stupid to connect the dots. They would be wrong. And there's more. Don't go anywhere. You're dialed into the Wendy Bell Radio program. More after this. You know, it's amazing when you wake up from that cruise control slumber when you realize... As your pay goes down, your taxes go up, your options shrink, your life joy is impacted. Your children come home because they're being groomed at school. Everything seems upside down. And God forbid you should need medical care thanks to them meddling with it with Obamacare. Everything sucks. You're just a number, right? I get it. When you finally wake up and you realize, oh my goodness, this is not something that's new. These people have been scumbags for years. 
because that's exactly what's going on. So here we have Virginia Fox, Congresswoman from North Carolina. She's a Republican. She's saying, look, we spent 15 million last year on flying senators and congressmen and women all over the place for these State Department junkets. And now they're connected, of course, to the Clinton Global Crime Family Initiative. Enough is enough. We must stop this ridiculous spending. See, these are the measures that add up. These are the measures that they tuck into their omnibus bills. And Nancy Pelosi says you'll have to pass it to see what's in it. I'll choke someone. Right? It's not funny to us. You're bankrupting our children. That's where I draw the line. Congresswoman Fox says this. Look. You guys have been pushing the left's woke policies, which have sucked for years. We've got to stop all of these systems working together and tacking the American public with the debt. Audio soundbite four. It has since morphed into a factory of radical elitist woke schemes. Just last week, the Clinton Global Initiative convened in New York to discuss how to reshape our economy to tackle the left's pet projects that will make life for ordinary Americans more expensive and worse. Given the State Department's enmeshment with the Clintons and the initiative, we need to send a clear message. No more coordination with the U.S. government. No more conferences with corrupt governments at the expense of the oppressed people of the globe. No more representation and participation by the State Department. An end to its commingling with official policy. And hopefully the beginning of the end of this corrupt organization's influence on U.S. policymaking. 100% pay attention to all the woke nonsense being pushed out there. Everything that has to do with its climate garbage. There is no consensus. There is no science that backs this. In fact, if you look at science, we're not actually warming. Anybody who has a, a functional cerebral cortex can see exactly what's going on. Scare the bejeebers out of you. Plant the seed of doom in your children. Raise them in school to become activists. Use their activism to push policy changes that restrict how you and I live our lives. Take away our gas stoves. Change our washing machines. Fiddle with our microwaves. Talk about removing ceiling fans. Push everybody on the same grid which you control. And then turn the switch off when the people get a little unruly. Oh, by the way, Hopefully along the way, take away their guns. Hell no. Don't think so. She continues, we cannot afford allowing this new liberal world order to set the tone. We've got to fight back. Go. Americans simply can't afford more radical policies purveyed by an organization that allows the global elite to buy and influence American foreign policy. Join me in condemning the Clinton Global Initiative's misconduct. 
I urge my colleagues to support my amendment and I reserve the balance of my time. So then it goes to, you know, people on the floor, you get a minute here, you get a minute there, blah, blah, blah. And it's going to come back to her and she's going to drop the final thing that everybody needs to know who's mystified by this great awakening of MAGA extremists who are calling Congress in droves, demanding that their representatives get off the pot and vote for Jim freaking Jordan. And if you don't, good bye. Here is Ms. Fox. We have a terrific debt on our hands in this country. We don't need to be spending any money that is not absolutely necessary to spend. Curbing attendance at meetings such as the Clinton Global Initiative is a good way for us to chip away at that debt and to save the American taxpayers some money. I think this is an excellent amendment. I believe that my colleagues will see that it's an excellent amendment, and I will continue to uh, advocate for its passage, and I reserve. Here we have a congresswoman from North Carolina saying more truth in the 41 seconds that you just heard about trimming the fat, pulling the belt in on spending, being responsible, versus Janet Yellen, who's going to allege to you that there's plenty of money in the pipeline for us to fund both Ukraine and Israel, never, of course, ever once considering what's happening here at home. How are you? How is your family? How are your finances? How are you sleeping at night? How are you dealing with the messed, the mixed, messed up messages going to your children? What about you? You don't matter. I don't matter. We the people are a piggy bank. We're the little ants doing all the work until ultimately the iron fist comes down and it's game over. Hell no. Not on my watch. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program. I love this. You know, it sucks when you step in a poo pie. Just call Harvard or Penn because they know all about it. They can't get it off their shoes. People pulling money in droves. When Woke doesn't sell anymore, next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program.